I was told to record an intro for Project Life with Mike Watts. I think that works. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Project Life with Mike Watts. This is Mike Watts. Coming back to you on this glorious, it is 52 degrees out right now, and it's supposed to be a high of 74, and I'm in Indiana. I'm driving to the gym, get my workout on, and today I wanted to talk about traveling with a baby, traveling with kids. I read an article a couple days ago, I posted a comment thread on Instagram and Facebook about Stop apologizing for traveling with children. And we just got back from Whistler, Canada, BC, uh, for our amazing wedding. And I was talking to this woman in Whistler. There's a ton of Australians that work there. I think every single person I met was from Australia. It was rare to meet somebody that actually worked up there that was from Canada. It's very interesting. And I said, why is that happening? And she said, because... It's very easy to get a visa for Australians in Canada. It's much harder to come to the United States. And then they also have a um, – and then the Australian culture, she said, it's just used to – the kids will just take a couple years off in between things and just go do stuff. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So she said it's just – traveling is just part of the culture. It's just kind of ingrained in them and what they're used to. And I actually have a few friends who work six months out of the year – in Australia, they work for six months and then they take six months and travel and they go back and work for six months and then they take six months and travel. And it really got me, this article was pretty on point about that as well. It talked about how here in the United States, traveling is more of a luxury instead of a necessity. To me, traveling for myself is definitely a necessity. It's what thrives my body. It's what keeps me going. It's what keeps me energized and juiced that I'm really happy to be doing when we uh, go places, etc. Now, that was all great and dandy, and then we decided to have a kid. And once Penelope came on board, the traveling (laughs) was a little bit more intense, right? Because you have more stuff. Basically, the whole operation, the packing, the getting in the car to go to the airport, the getting to the airport, once you're in the airport, once you get on a plane, once you're you know, land in the destination, once you get a rental car, if that's what you're doing at the destination, then once you get her to the location we're going, like the whole thing is just far more of a process. But the number one thing I've never done and that I will never do, it has to do with this article that they talked about is stop traveling with your child or stop, not stop traveling with your child. That's the opposite of what I'm trying to talk about here. It's stop apologizing for everybody like on the plane and I've seen it before where everybody gets on I'm like oh I'm so sorry I'm so sorry my daughter like all of this stuff the reality is when I'm on the airplane I would like Penelope to be as calm as possible right like I want her to be as calm as possible because it just makes a much better flight all the way around for everyone and everybody else around her wants to be as calm as possible because who wants a screaming kid all day and the truth is when you're have a ch- when your child is the one screaming it is way more stressful for me as the parent than it is for all the people that are around it. Is it annoying and loud? And yes, of course. But the reality is it is far more stressful for myself as a parent who would like Penelope to calm down and be quiet than it is for Jim Bob. 
right? So this is one reason, unless Penelope starts hitting people on the head, which is possible because she's done it before. So if she's back there, like, whacking people on the head with her hands, then, you know, it's like, I'm so sorry that I will try to contain my daughter from whacking you in the head. You know, like, that is something to honestly be apologetic for. But the majority, just bringing, and so these are two different circumstances, and that's what I'm, I want to make that very clear. This is not about me not apologizing if Penelope does something that's completely, like, crazy and wrong and, like, hits somebody on the head. This is about just in, is just bringing her on the plane as a reason to be sorry. It's like, oh, sorry for having a baby and sorry for having my kid. And those are two different uh, circumstances that I'm sharing with. And I want to make it very clear that uh, that. I'm not going to do that. So how, what are three things that we have found that's easier? And I will share those too, that it's been easier to travel with a baby or how to prepare traveling with a baby. Number one is snacks, lots and lots of snacks. We bring lots of food and activities. This time we went to the dollar store and just got a bunch of toys before we boarded the plane. So she's seeing new things new books, new toys. It's captivating her attention for new ideas. So that's one thing that we always do is lots of snacks and then new toys. And so you can just go to the dollar store or your local drugstore or whatever and just pick up like dollar toys. And if they get dumped and trashed, like so what? They We just end up throwing them away anyway. Uh, or we donate them, you know, once we're done with them and then we get new things. Number two is that it's helpful for... Um, to make sure we kind of plan our flights now around when her nap time is going to be, which is really interesting that we've never done before. So we know she will sleep at least on one leg of the flight, most likely. And that has been very beneficial for us as well. It's like to just kind of plan around the flights. Now, that's not always possible, but that's what's been working and has worked really well. So then she can take a nap on one of the flights, which makes our life easier. Now, Kate and I are traveling together most of the time. So, of course, two people makes it easier. And I would highly recommend to just bring a second person, like whether you pay for them or whatever it is. So you have some help. And then also just from a planning perspective, from stuff, uh, one thing that we bought that's been super easy is a it was a $200 collapsible stroller. And the stroller is that we collapse and we're able to carry it on the plane. So as soon as I get on the plane, it goes under the seat. And that I would say that's been a huge help for us when we're traveling. Now, it's not super sturdy for like long walks in the town, but it's great for traveling on the airplane. And it's called a GB Pocket Kit, if that's something you're inter- interested in. And frankly, like overall, Penelope does a great job on the plane. And I find that most kids do a really, really good job. So I think that's just something to consider and keep in mind um, when we are on a plane is that as long as I know that I'm going to go in and just be comfortable with what's going on, then it's all good. You know, and we also started to book a third seat for her. Like in the United States, you can travel with a kid on your lap until they're two. But that's way too, it's not going to, like Penelope's a year and a half now. We're already booking a seat for her. We started about a year, when she was a year. Uh, When we first started, because I do so much travel points, which is one of the podcasts, I was able to book first class for Kate and I, so we had more space. She could play on the floor, et cetera. But now that she's getting older, we just book economy, and we take one row on most planes, and it's just easier for all three of us anyway to just travel and be together. And then Penelope has her own space, which has been very easy 
Uh, it's much more relaxing when we're actually traveling. And we're hearing all these different new travel tips that people have uh, and that we will eventually implement at once. But that's kind of the deal with traveling with a kid. I will um, – so thepointsguy.com, and I also link up in the description of this podcast the article. So you'll be able to read that as well. Uh, is the article that I read is stop apologizing for your kids. So thank you guys very much. And we will see you tomorrow. And if you love it, if you're loving the pod, uh, project life with Mike Watts, I should know the name of my podcast. Please feel free to share it. If you find this helpful, you can share it, leave a review on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you and just anything else, but you can find me on the socials at Mike J Watts, uh, pretty much everywhere. So, and I love Instagram right now. That's my big one. Instagram is what I'm digging at the moment. Cheers. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Project Life with Mike Watts podcast. If you found this valuable, please head over to iTunes and leave a comment if you wouldn't mind. I would love to get your feedback just from a value standpoint. Is it, has this been valuable? Has this not been valuable? To And then also for improvements that I can make on future episodes. Also, if you happen to be interested in one of those amazing people in the world who are creating amazing things, right? How many times can I use amazing in one sentence? I think maybe we should try it one more time. Are you amazing? That's that would be that. Now it's just getting weird. Anyway, if you go to mikejwatts.com, you'll see a video or a button on there that talks about let's do this. And on MikeJWatts.com, I've actually three videos that I have found since I've been working and running and building a business that three common things that people talk about all the time. Number one, it's creating more time in your life. Number two, this, some people don't talk about a lot, but I found it super valuable in my life was about ego. So it's how I'm able to control my ego. At least I try to every single day or getting better at it. I should say improving. And instead of the ego controlling me, because I think that's very important when it comes to our running our business and then also habits. So a lot of people talk about habits, creating habits, changing habits, et cetera, but just things that will set us up for success. And there's a couple in here that are very rare that very few folks talk about. Um, usually it's not about making more money or building this successful, huge empire. It's not what I'm talking about in these, these three things here. So if you're interested in that, interested in learning a little bit more, you can go head over to MikeJWatts.com and there will be like a little button. It's orange. It says, let's do this. And you can just click on that. You can sign up for the three videos. It's about how to create more time, how to control the ego instead of the ego controlling you and how to create the habits that will set you up for success. And you'll get those on day one, day video one immediately. Day two would be video two and day three would be video three. Thank you so much for listening to the Project Life with Mike Watts. I am very, very grateful for you to be here and remaining with us all the way till the end. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Cheers and have a great rest of the day.